0: Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. everybody. Welcome to Ladies Power Lunch. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited today because we're joined by Stephanie, and she is going to share with us her success story. These interviews that we're doing for this limited series are called Success in Any Season. I think these are important stories for us to tell because we're going through a year that's a little bit different from the years that we've had in the past, the transformations that we've had to have during this year have been a little bit different. And so having stories from people who have succeeded even in tough times is always a good inspiration for all of us. So thank you for joining us and welcome, Stephanie. So tell us, who
1: are you and what is it that you do? First, thank you for having me. This is so much fun and interesting and a great way to just get to know people and talk together. But I am Stephanie Heller, like you said, and I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I am the owner of The Profit Lounge, which is a business and life coaching business. And I do coaching full-time for usually business owners Mm -hmm. and some people just for life coaching. And I coach men and women. And... Yeah. Do you want me to tell you kind of who I help and what I do or will we yeah. do that? So so tell oh. me
0: who, if if we were looking to find your ideal client, who would that person be? Who's the person that when you see that client just lights you up with joy?
1: Yeah. So I love entrepreneurs that are willing to take a risk and who are comfortable, but still a little uncomfortable doing the next thing or moving forward. So I usually work with business owners that are in years anywhere from one to five and that are having the same reoccurring problem or they think the problem is one thing and it's something else. And we really get to going through all of that, laying it all out and also dealing with life that is your business also. And people think it's separate and it should you know, work separately, but it's all together. So I do a lot of life coaching in there. Mm -hmm. um, It's not separate. It's all together. You're absolutely right. You'd be surprised. People think like, oh, this is happening in my life and it doesn't matter. And I'm like, well, look at what you're bringing over here. So we do that. Um, What else? I do a program called your first year in business. And I think a lot of coaches want to coach people that are over six figures already and are doing one thing and I found that this group over here really needed help and have a lot of experience in business building so I do a six-month program which covers your entire year Mm -hmm. and it really just lays out the whole foundation of what's coming up and how you could think about it and what needs to happen That's wonderful.
0: I love that because you know, when I I really feel for new business owners because they don't, there's so much they don't know. And I remember being new and I remember not even knowing what I don't know. So it's always great to have a guide. And if anybody was to ask me, what's the number one thing that I would say to a newly minted entrepreneur, it would be get a coach, Mm -hmm. do not hesitate, Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Get that coach and do it today. And that has been, I think, one of the things that has helped me in my business. Because you go to school and you learn to do the thing that you learn to do with your clients or your patients or whomever it is that you are here to serve. But for the most of us, we haven't been to B school. We haven't been to business. So, And even those of us who have degrees in business, there's still things about running a business, being an entrepreneur that nobody ever taught you and your coach can actually walk you through. So that's wonderful that you're serving that particular group of people want to just say hi and welcome to everybody who's joined us over on Facebook. So glad that you could join. And I'm wondering, Stephanie, what was it that made you say yes to actually hopping on the show today? I mean, you're coming to us all the way from Arizona. We're in Connecticut. It's about to be a snowstorm in like the next five
1: minutes. I'm Mm -hmm. betting that's not what's happening over there. Right. As you know, Arizona is the sunshine state. So when it's 50 degrees out. It's the most freezing thing ever. But I'm from New York. I don't know if you could tell from my accent. So I've definitely been to Connecticut a bunch of times. But what I really liked about this group was the upbeat vibe of especially you, the leader, and just like this kind energy also with business. And you some kind of you don't really find that a lot. So I popped into the group and there's a lot going on and people are vocal and interested and want to be there. So I thought, this is a cool place to be.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here. And so, like I said at the top, we are talking about success stories. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the tough time that you went through and how you managed to turn things around. What really happened?
1: Yeah, There's a lot of tough times, as you know, as a business owner and a roller coaster. But one that I picked for this was when I decided to close my personal chef business, which I owned for 11 years and was my complete identity. And I was so attached to being that business owner and making that kind of money and being known in my community for that. So about a year and a half ago, I was already coaching business coaching and I knew I wanted to be a life coach also. So I started my certification and I had to decide what I'm going to put all my energy in. I'm not a spread it thin kind of girl. I'm like a go all into one container and just do it right. So I decided after 11 years to close my business, which had eight chefs working for me. I had a full-time culinary manager And it was extremely profitable. Like people thought I was crazy to shut it down. And it was torturous going through all of the mind drama of, is this the right thing? Why am I doing this now? Like I had no bearing on what I really wanted because I was looking outward trying to please everybody else. And it took a huge toll on me, stress-wise, um, drinking more, eating more, just scrolling on social media, doing things I don't want to do. And I got really disconnected with who I really was and why I started that business, which was to help the community, and how it's okay not to do something forever, you could move on to something else. And it was a tor- I put myself through a torturous year basically. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And one thing I realized what I was obsessed with how it should end, I wanted to sell it for this huge amount of money and have this fantasy exit. And I wouldn't do the work to get it to that point to get ready. I don't know if people know this, but selling your business is not what you think it is. It's, it's a lot of hard work.
0: It's a full time job. It is.
1: you have to start six to 12 months before so when you're checked out and you're like i'm ready to move on i don't care about the paycheck anymore let's just move on you still have six to 12 months of work to do to get it ready to sell and i wasn't prepared for that or willing to do it at the time because i was so tortured um I was able to sell a part of it to somebody who used to work for me. Not anywhere near what I wanted or thought, but at least you know he was happy and got something. And then I closed the other half, and um, that was a year and a half ago that I started business and life coaching full time. Okay,
0: and how how have you been doing since then?
1: Very well. As soon as I got out of my crazy spin of how it should be and Mm -hmm. making myself wrong for not following this script of how I thought it should be. We call this like having a manual for yourself of how you should act and do and how other people should act. It started to unfold and I got to be the beginning business owner again, which is something I hadn't done in 11 years. That like fun part when you're figuring stuff out and you're eager and you're hungry and you're willing to do everything and you're excited I don't want to do this I want to buy myself out of this I was like who can I pay to get me out of this part but you can't you just kind of have to go through it Mm
0: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. so yeah so what do you
0: think was the the biggest thing that was holding you back from making your
1: transition a bit more smoothly I was obsessed with being tied to one outcome. Like Mm -hmm. if it's not this way, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, I'm wrong and I'm not good enough. And I worked so hard for 11 years and it should end this way. And the universe and God and whoever, we don't know the whole plan. So Mm -hmm. we can sit there and try to fight it, like fight the circumstance or whatever outside of you. Or we could turn back in and say, what's perfect about this right now? What is, what did I learn? What can I take with me to my next business? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, One thing that I didn't really get until the start of my training was that our thoughts are optional and that we can not have them go on repeat over and over and dictate what we don't even want to happen. And that was a big change for me. Yes,
0: absolutely. It's interesting that you say that because I constantly remind everyone and of course, remind myself that you can choose your thoughts, you get you get to choose and how you feel about something is a choice and mm-hmm. so if you have if you know that if you're tapped into that then realizing that you have the opportunity to choose what you think and choose how you feel i think that is that is golden it's mm-hmm. not necessarily easy in my experience it has taken practice but it's worth it it is so worth it to really tune in to what it is that you're feeling and what it is that you're thinking and making shifts when that needs to happen. It's Mm -hmm. interesting that you talk about having sort of this map or this plan for your life. I feel that what you're talking about will resonate a lot with a lot of our members because very many of us, we had a life before we came to this entrepreneurial path. You were an entrepreneur before, but in a different space and then you moved over to working in coaching for somebody like me, for example, I used to work in corporate and -hmm. that was a very, very steady plan. It was something that was all planned out, kind of know exactly what our trajectory should be as long as we stay the course and how many of the women in this group have had very similar experiences and making that jump from one thing to the next. It can be really, really, heart-wrenching because you've spent so much of your life being focused that this is a thing that i'm going to do this is my thing this is what i'm known for there is even perhaps some identity tied up in the vocation as well and so to make a jump to something completely different so for me going from being a physician to being a coach People would even ask you like, why would you even want to do that? You have your very successful business as a chef. Why would you do that? Were those some of the questions that you were having fielded at you?
1: Definitely. And especially people who knew the backside of it and Mm -hmm. how many current clients we had and what was actually going on. Like no one would have walked away from that. Like Mm -hmm. nobody. Mm -hmm. I don't think but that's the story I was telling myself and it's actually not true so yeah people that worked for me people that passed like clients that I've had or or have known for a very long time were like why would you do this you're like the best known service here you have the best reputation you have and I'm like well I don't know it's been an honor time to do something else (laughs) like I don't know
0: Yes. And, you know, the thing that we we can embrace is that you, you did well while you were doing it. You were fantastic. And there is nothing, there's no blueprint in the sky that says that you have to do this thing from the day that you're born until the day that you die. You get to choose to do something else. You get to experience a different option. And I'm really excited that that's what's happening for you. So my next question for you is you know there are other people out there who they might be going through tough times right now what would you say is like the number one thing that you would say to them to help them get through the tough times that they're going through right
1: now yeah I wrote down two, but I'm going to pick one. Okay. Well, you
0: can tell us two. I mean, we have time. You can tell us. We want to know okay. all the things, anything that can help us. We want one, to know.
1: Okay. One is one thing we kind of talked about, which is just questioning your thoughts. You have to like slow it down because it almost seems automatic. Like we jump from one thing to the next and you're on this like train going really fast. So we think, something outside of us is causing us to feel bad, but it's really not. You're having a thought about it in the middle, but we don't know what that is because it's going so fast. So I have my clients and I do all this work myself as well. Write it down, ask yourself if it's true. What do I get when I believe this? And do I want to keep believing this? And then what would happen if I believed something else? And I think that also ties into things that are going on right now. Like obviously it's a bizarre time, but things were always uncertain. People don't realize that like, even though this is all amplified, but the biggest shift I saw in myself and in my clients is when we stop blaming circumstances and things outside of us. Mm -hmm. And we were never taught that in school. I was never taught this ever, like from my parents, anything. I thought that the world controlled the way I thought, like I was just reacting to it instead yeah. of the cause of it. And once you realize you're the cause of it and you're not blaming it, then you have more control of your thoughts and your feelings and your circumstances almost don't matter, meaning, you could choose to think about it what you want. So the pandemic is horrific and crazy, but honestly, my life is better than before.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is And you said you had another piece of advice for us?
1: That was the two kind of combined. Like, okay. You just... In your thoughts and Stop blaming things outside of you.
0: Yeah, no, you're, you're spot on. I mean... I I think most of us we you know we we believe that our circumstances have to dictate the way that we feel and the truth is we get to feel how we want to feel in spite of the circumstances mm-hmm. and again not saying that we're trying to put a happy face sticker on a bad situation but we're talking about that inner joy and that inner peace even when things aren't going well so I absolutely 100% hop on board with that when you think about moving forward what's next for you
1: what's next right now I am obsessed with learning the tools that we have through the life coach school where I got certified and bringing those to more people because 99% of the world has no idea that your thoughts are optional. I found that like anyone I talk to, they kind of look at you weird, but um, we use this tool called the model where you get to see your thoughts and what they're getting you and how you really have control over it. And I love teaching that to people and having them coach themselves. There doesn't have to always be this answer outside of them where they have to be always on the lookout versus growing the belief in yourself. So that is a passion of mine. Um, I have three young kids, so I... I'm obsessed with them as well. Thank you. How old they, are your kids? They have I have a girl who's seven and then I have three and a half year old twins.
0: Oh my goodness. God bless yeah. you. <laughs> twins. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I have two kids. I have a six year old and I have a ten year old. And believe me, I cannot imagine throwing twins into that mix.
1: That yeah. is that's a lot. Good luck. Thank you. Whenever <laughs> I say I have twins, they're like, Oh, I always wanted twins. And I'm like, you don't know what you're saying. And I have friends that have triplets because we're in a twins group. And mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't even imagine. Um, so luckily, they all still go to school. We're very blessed that we have, you know, care like that, that I could still do this work um, during this time. And um, yeah, so just serving the people and Have you been
0: able to continue pretty much on the same path of working with your clients now that we're not in person anymore? Were
1: you always virtual? This was always virtual. That was the plan to Mm -hmm. be nationwide. And I do even have clients in other countries. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the model is definitely virtual, but of course, so much of the power is being in person. And making the effort to show up somewhere and to meet somebody. So I definitely miss that, but we, um, yeah, we're virtual. Okay.
0: Well, that's great. So do you have any upcoming events or programs or anything like that, that you'd like to share with us?
1: Yeah. So I would invite people if they want to find out more about how I work and kind of what methods work really well for people I come over to my website, which is stephanieheller.com. And I also have a Facebook group called the Profit Lounge, which we talk a lot about business and stuff like that. And then I'm trying to think what else would serve this group. I know um, a lot of people get stuck with overthinking a lot and having trouble making decisions, especially now or if there's too many options so I do have a guide to stop overthinking and know exactly what to do in your business next that I'll put in the link here okay they can opt in and get
0: is that something that's available on your website as well it is it is okay yeah awesome and say your website one more time so that those of us who might be listening on podcasts
1: can get that information sure it's just my name, first name, last name, stephanieheller.com. Awesome. That's super easy. I feel like you got to
0: make it easy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you all the way in Arizona. It's yeah. really exciting for me that our membership spans the country. And just like you, we do have members in other countries as well. So it's really, really great to see everybody once in a while and I hope you'll stick around in our group and make friends go ahead and post beneath the chat um, where your video is and you know just connect with everybody because there's only one rule in Ladies Power Lunch and that is that we intentionally support each other That's pretty much it. But I feel like we don't really need any more rules. That's all we need, right? Right. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you everybody who joined us over on Facebook. Thanks to all our viewers and our listeners. And we'll see you on the next show. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com
1: This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.